that'll do enough of that kia ora koto no my hardy my welcome to fill in his capsicum special edition it is 10.05 on National Poetry Day in New Zealand and by popular demand, meaning four people on Instagram, I'm doing a special episode to celebrate National Poetry Day. So um, I decided to do it exactly 21 minutes ago. Um, I'm just going to do it all in one go, one take. So apologies for the mistakes that will come. Um, I'm going to do some artwork shortly to go along with it. And the music you heard there for the intro was via Chrome Music Lab. And I'll be doing some stings on the trusty guitar that is lying next to me. Um, so here we go. I'm going to do, I think I do three poems, but we'll see how we go. See how I feel. And it's going to climax this episode in a poem that I've just entered into a competition by the University of Auckland for National Poetry Day. So I'll save that till last, I think. So without further ado, let's hear a poem. This one is called Date, and I'll talk about it a bit afterwards because I don't want to do spoilers. After a fairly successful first date, Pepe and Mary F agreed to meet at the museum at 2 p.m. They both had a lovely time. Pepe enjoyed the dinosaur skeletons and Mary F delighted in the artwork on the second floor. The cafe had pretty decent coffee too. While chatting about it days later, they decided it would have been even better if they went on the same day. Um, that poem was inspired by a lyric in a pile song. If you haven't listened to pile, P-I-L-E, uh, that's what you should spend the rest of your weekend doing because they're absolutely awesome and the lyric is something along the lines of we can hold hands if we go to the same place at the exact same time just made me think oh yeah it would be easy to stuff up um holding hands with someone if you weren't in the same place or the same time so there we go that was date <laughs> And next one is called Spread. And this one's about one of my favorite things in life, peanut butter. Um, but I think really it's about not liking being told what to do, which isn't like me. I don't mind being told what to do if it's pretty reasonable. Um, it's went through I think it was set off by, I think I wrote a poem about it, so it might be a spoiler for future. When I was out with a friend getting coffee, it was Sarah, hi Sarah, um, and as the person put the coffee down, they said enjoy, but I didn't like the tone, it was just a bit too forceful, and I felt like there's a lot of pressure to enjoy that coffee then. Um, I commented it on the time and I wrote a poem. I think that that set off a chain reaction and then and I think this poem came shortly after this so here's spread stir before you spread that's what the lid of the jar said Claude decided to ignore these instructions and lumped the topmost layer onto his bread once it was toasted 
the authorities found out and hauled him away about his spreading antics. Oh, I messed that up. Should we do that one again? Stir before you spread. That's what the lid of the jar said. Claude decided to ignore these instructions and lumped the topmost layer onto his bread once it was toasted. The authorities found out and hauled him away about his spreading antics he had recklessly boasted. There we go, second time lucky. That was spread. And the third poem on this very special occasion is called The Great Great. Um, and for podcast reasons, just to clarify, that's G-R-E-A-T and then G-R-A-T-E. So both on my phones there. Um, it's about a greater... I was thinking about what to say about this one. Um, I don't know about you. Feel free to get in touch. But I think my grater is used probably 90% on carrots, which is interesting, isn't it? Um, to the extent where I think I could call my grater, my grater, not my grater, um, a carrot grater. Because I think there's other things that have been designated, e.g. butter knife. Now, I don't know, but my butter knives, maybe 50-50, butter and other things. Um, like I said before, peanut butter. But, but they're still called butter knives, so I think they're very lucky to get away with that. Um, so I think my grater has a greater claim to being called a carrot grater than my butter knife has a claim to being called a butter knife. Anyway, let me know about your graters and what percentage of things are designated to be grated by your graters. Here's the great great. Did I do a sting thing for this one? Probably. Anyway, the great great. There were too many chokings, so they brought in a new law. You had to grate every piece of food you wanted to eat. Sales of graters obviously went through the roof, as did the amount of shelving space required for plasters in supermarkets, etc. Lars Doppelstern, no relation, had a terrible time trying to grate his porridge. In hindsight, he probably could have gotten away with grating the oats before he cooked them. Kenneth Kale was struggling with his cake business. He had to grate all the individual dry and wet ingredients, bake the cake, then grate the cake into doughy shards, which he sold by the kilogram. He wondered if it was worth it. The cake business and life in general. Oh, yeah, I regret that last line a bit. It's a bit dark. But never mind. Um, good luck, Kenneth, is all I say. That was the great, great. All right, thanks for sticking with this. We have reached the moment where I'm going to read a poem called Keys. I wrote it a while ago, um, but then the stipulation for this contest was that it was about keys, and it said, open to your interpretation. So this is how I've interpreted keys. It's handy because I'd already written it, and I just tweaked it and added a bit on the end for this. 
So here we go, keys. Maximus wasn't proud of it, but he'd caught the mosquito right between his two clammy palms. Failing to locate the insect corpse, he started to doubt whether he had in fact struck the offending bug at all. Maximus continued with his memoirs. Sometime later, he found the mosquito's strewn body laying across the Z key on his laptop. He now wondered if, with its last drops of energy, the mosquito was inquiring as to whether Control Z was an option, potentially undoing the aforementioned clapping incident. To his surprise, Maximus witnessed the mangled creature drag itself across the vast majority of his keyboard and come to rest on the mute key. Okay, said Maximus, if you promise. And there we go. Um, maybe I have to point it out, I don't know. Um, the idea is the mosquito was saying, I'll be quiet if you give me another chance. Hence the mute key. I don't think I needed to say that. Let me know if I needed to say that or if I ruined it by saying that. Um, so there we go. That was keys. All right, people, that's enough for now, I think. 10.15. Love to be in bed reading my book by 10.30. Um, Early Riser by Jasper Fjord. In case you're wondering, um, really good book. I think that's how you say his name. Fjord. Jasper Fjord. Um, that's quite fun to do, actually, and I'm looking forward to not having to do any editing. Um, let me know what you think. As always, my email is philanniscapsicum at gmail.com. On Instagram, also philanniscapsicum. Love to hear your thoughts on graters, on being told what to do, on labels of food, or any dates you've been on where you've got the wrong time. Um, why not have a go at writing your own poem? A cheeky little couplet, um, a profound haiku, a funny limerick, um, and feel free to email it to me. Maybe I'll read it out on season four or chuck me a message on Instagram, and that would be awesome. So enjoy National Poetry Day, enjoy your weekend or whenever you're listening to this, and season four is in the pipeline, so I will see you then. Kakite. Or music.